0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Into It. It's me, it's Bree. So today's guest is a manifestation coach, but we don't—we do talk about manifestation a little bit, but we talk a lot about relationships and dating and men and entrepreneurship and like how all of those things are connected and if you're like how are those things connected you have to listen to the episode (laughs) but it's actually really interesting how all of the facets of our life are really connected based on how authentic and happy I don't want to say happy like And I think in a normal way, I don't say normal, but like an overused societal norm, like norm, how we think of happiness. I think maybe joy is the more expansive word in this situation. But I know for myself that when I when my health is great, when I'm sleeping my eight hours, when I'm doing my face masks, when I'm hitting the gym and I'm eating well and I'm setting boundaries and I'm taking care of myself my business does really well and it's not it's not magic i mean i set all of the like the systems up so that i can be successful but i also think that i attract more money i attract better clients i attract amazing opportunities Um, And maybe part of it is that I can see those opportunities because I'm getting my eight hours of sleep. But I also think that my relationships do really well when I'm doing really well. And in this episode, we talk a lot about relationships and how female entrepreneurs might struggle When dating men for so many different reasons um so our guest her name is viona haven and she is so cool so easy to talk to like i felt so comfortable talking to her about this stuff i even jokingly said i was like i feel like i'm getting exposed because so many of the things that she was saying i was like yep i do that that's me, I've been in that situation, <laughs> like, so it was so easy for me to connect with her and really open up, um, and she actually, she lives in Sweden, which is so cool, like, I always love when I get guests who are in different countries than I am in completely different co- continents, um, I'm trying to think what else we talked about. We talk about so much in this episode and I kind of like ask her a lot of questions selfishly for myself, but I'm also hoping that they really help you guys. Like I think I hear this all the time from my other girlfriends who are also, you know, working in the online space or are entrepreneurs that it's really hard for them to date and We talk about the word intimidated and how women kind of say, like, oh, men are just intimidated by me, and I think that was, like, a trigger word for both Viona and I, um, because I was, like, I hate when I hear people say that, so we talk a little bit about that, but this is just a really good episode. Overall, I think it's jam-packed with value and just really interesting, um, viewpoints and opinions about relationships in the online space and, and I shouldn't say relationships in the online space. But if you're working as an entrepreneur and are struggling with finding a partner, um, this is definitely going to open your eyes a lot. So I'm going to include all of Viona's, um, links in the episode description. So make sure to go and check her Out and she posts amazing Facebook posts. By the way, I learn so much for them from them. That's actually how I when I like when I decided to reach out to her was based on a Facebook post that she posted and I was like oh my gosh yes like I loved I would love to talk about this and we connected and I was like would you want to come on my podcast because I think my audience could really use could really learn a lot from you so now we're here so yeah again I'm going to include all of her links down below and make sure to go and check her out and you guys enjoy this episode I will see you on Friday for a new episode about Fear. I'm calling it Break Up With Your Fear. I'm Bored. I really love like the title. I love a good pun. Um, anyway, I hope you guys are having an awesome week and I'll talk to you on Friday. You all the Bye. I'm so excited. So, Viona is actually in Sweden, which I think is so cool. Um, <laughs> I've never been, I've always wanted to go. So, tell us a little bit more about what you do as a manifestation coach.
1: Yeah, so I'm happy to. So I am a manifestation coach and I work with highly sensitive uh, women uh, CEOs who desire to attract money clients and masculine men. So that is what I do. So I have a very, very interesting, fascinating work actually <laughs> with a lot of beautiful women with uh, strong psychic powers that are coming to my care and it's amazing to see them grow and transform their lives
0: oh i'm sure so what are these women coming to you for specifically
1: yeah you know in the beginning it was usually most love so i have a dating and relationship coach training in the background so I was really going into that and was uh, very involved in uh, you know all kind of dating scenarios. You know, why doesn't he call me? Why doesn't he answer my text? And how can I make my husband see me and be more romantic and loving? And uh, so yeah, but after that it evolved because I realized that money. And men, the masculine energy, is the same thing. So mm-hmm. when my clients are starting to do this feminine work that I am doing, uh, they actually started to attract a lot of money as well. So I was like, wow, this is cool. That <laughs> so is
0: awesome. So yeah. you're kind of like killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> exactly. So, why so, not? What, so for people who don't know, I mean, I'm pretty familiar with like feminine and masculine energy, but I'm sure someone listening is like, what's the difference? What are the qualities and characteristics? So in, in your experience, like what is feminine energy and what is masculine energy? Yeah. So
1: in, um, to really sum it up, uh, masculine energy is coming from our head space, This is where we are thinking, we are planning, we are problem solving, we are doing something. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the time we can see it like we are giving energy. So when you are driving your car or when you are going grocery shopping or something like that or um, fixing the audio on the podcast or something like that, that is your masculine energy that are doing that and your feminine energy is coming from your heart space from your body space and it contains your feelings your inspiration your motivation your creativity Um, mindfulness and meditation is very very feminine because it's all about being in the present moment and uh, masculine energy is more about uh, planning you know like being more in
0: the future in,
1: yeah exactly exactly so how
0: does one obviously like running an online business I'm like very much in my masculine energy all the time because I have to plan and like schedule and coordinate and like look at things and like project like okay what's gonna happen in the next two months three months like what are the numbers like look at those types of things yeah. so how, and I'm sure people listening to this podcast are, are somewhat similar. I mean, even if you don't have your own online business, just working in a office job, like I'm sure the same thing <laughs> happens for them. Um, so how can we give ourselves space to like transition that energy? Cause like, I have a hard time shutting that off. Like, even if I shut oh. my computer off, it's like, okay, now I have to like shift my energy. And like, that can take me if I have to be very, like, mindful of it, like, intentional with that, so, like, how can someone shift their
1: energy? Mm, I love that, that is an amazing question, it's, I mean, that is the challenge for especially women CEOs, because we are so used to be the doers, like, focusing mm-hmm. on numbers and planning and scheduling and doing all this and also at home you know taking care of our kids and driving them to school and doing the dinners and all this so feminine energy is allowing space and allowing yourself to feel and if you go into mindfulness and meditation you can actually um, you can actually bring in more feminine awareness into your masculine activities like grocery shopping, like not stressing out, like taking deep breaths, like really walking into the store, really taking it easy, you know, just a couple of seconds of peace and silence. So that is how you can recharge yourself. The, the, um, the reason that women are usually burnt out and stressed is because they don't allow enough of feminine energy that is like your recharging your phone that is coming from the feminine energy and the more we do that the more we can actually also get into our masculine energy and, and plan and scheduling and do all this uh, content we want to create or courses or podcasts or uh, selling packages and all this does that make sense
0: absolutely i think for me what i've also been trying to do to kind of like help my brain just like shift in general is um when I'm done with work for the day is like I literally just sit for like 10 minutes and I'm like not on my phone I'm not on my computer Mm. the tv's not on like I literally just sit there and I feels and probably looks so weird if someone were to walk in and I'm just like (laughs) sitting there like (laughs) but but like you know it, it I think for me that like really helps me just like the, like that 10 minutes just helps decompress from whatever i was just working on or like whatever the day had brought me
1: mm. i love that that's <laughs> me, you're connecting with your feminine energy really yeah, that's a perfect example
0: i try because yeah it's definitely super easy for me to get burnt out like i feel like i'm really susceptible to it so I because like I will just like work and work and work and because I love what I do and I love I love working in general like I always have so it's it would be weird to like not do that but I definitely think that you it goes into like dangerous treacherous waters when you aren't balanced in that area
1: I totally hear you and and you are right I mean That is what is happening with the world, uh, with the old paradigm is falling apart with this, that we are seeing that the coach industry and entrepreneurs, that we, it's coming in more awareness about that we need more recharge. And and what I am teaching also, that you can actually make more money the more feminine uh, energy you bring into your business. That is actually the truth. And that is all CEOs and entrepreneurs like um, like it, no you can't you have to show up consistently on social media you have to do you have to produce you have to give give do do think think plan and you don't have to you can actually make money and bring in clients and draw them in with your feminine energy just like you can draw in man you can use the same energy to become attractive <laughs> for clients
0: Right. So let's like talk a little bit more. Let's kind of transition into like talking about the dating and especially for like women who are um, you know, successful and either owning their own companies or their CEOs or, you know, just have a powerful energy about them. So how did like what how did you start how did you like pick that niche? Like how did that become like the thing that you're like
1: these women need help <laughs> oh, yeah. awesome questions so yeah i mean usually uh, from the beginning of myself i mean i was having a wedding company before i become a coach and okay. i was completely burned out completely it was uh, so amazing i loved my work but it was awful uh, it felt so draining for me i was exhausted i was working. 60, 70 hours a week, um, I was uh, really not feeling aligned to my business. And it killed almost, and it killed the inspiration. um, Because that is what you do when you are the feminine and just inspiration, the motivation, how you are downloading new ideas and new steps. And if it feels like your hustle, like it feels like it's too hard. No matter if it's love or money or job, it means that you're too much in masculine energy. And uh, and when yeah, so when I um, when I become a coach, I made like a pact with myself that I would not do that again because it's not worth it. I it needs to be, I need to have a business and a, that feels that feels good for me, that feels free for me. And that is how I creating strategies and, um, and business plans that, are, that you're making money, but you're only working like 10, 15 hours a week. And I have like, you have a responsibility to go to spa if you want to make money. That is like one of the things that I usually say to my clients, because it's so important to allow yourself the desires and to allow yourself to feel joy and pleasure, like really embody the feminine energy to attract money and it's the same with men because money and masculinity is the same thing because it's all about support so my clients are usually a mirror of myself they are usually right. like alpha women they are very strong independent smart beautiful women Uh, and they are living the purpose or are trying to find out the purpose and build a business and they are usually struggling with both areas or one of them (laughs) with both money and uh, love
0: so what would you say that their biggest mistake is when it comes to relationships
1: when it comes to relationship and love and dating we I see a pattern that women are valuing chemistry too much.
0: Hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So what... What
1: does that mean? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. So what
0: do you mean by chemistry?
1: Yeah. So chemistry is usually very... We have a society that I really like. Chemistry is the only thing that is good. It's like women see uh, stars and butterflies and they can feel a strong physical uh, attraction to a man. Very, very fast. And usually we get a little swept up in our head and we're starting to create fantasy castles because this chemistry is so strong. And we need chemistry in our relationship. That is where attraction lies. But right. we... What makes a long-lasting relationship is intimacy. And that is a completely different (laughs) game.
0: Okay, so before we dive into intimacy, I have here, we were talking obviously beforehand, and you talked about patterns and how women mistake patterns for chemistry. So can you expand on that a little bit?
1: Um, Yeah, so... Usually when a woman comes to me, they are not really aware that they are stuck in a pattern that they've been for almost their whole life. But they are choosing men that they have also chosen in the past. Usually the same kind of men in different uh, packages. And <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it is. <laughs> and, it, and it comes from this that we aren't really sure when we are dating what we are really looking for, what we really need and want. And when it comes to dating and love, we are drawn to and attracted to what we already are familiar with, not what we need and want. Mm-hmm. So that is where all this childhood um, work comes in, that we are usually creating a pattern about how we believe that relationships are supposed to look like and how we're supposed to feel like from watching our parents or people around us when we are children. And if we didn't have a safe environment to grow up with, we are going to take that pattern with us in dating and in love. And we are going to feel very strong chemistry and attraction to men that might not be the perfect fit for us.
0: Got it. So how does someone break that pattern? Oh, I love that question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Like, wow. (laughs) Yeah, so it all—it really comes from awareness, from where where you are right now, and to really see what kind of men that are typically coming into your life. Uh, Usually, my clients have a pattern like they are attracted to emotionally unavailable men which means that he is maybe um, a workaholic, maybe he isn't really doing the work, like calling and texting and asking out, he's like distant and withdrawn, or he might even be in another relationship or even or not really interested. It's something that he is like far away. And she, she has a pattern of having men coming into her life and then she go on a couple of dates and then they fizzle out. And that is where we want to look at our intimacy fears, our fears of experience deep connection and intimacy and be emotionally naked with a man. Not physically naked, emotionally naked in what I was talking about here, vulnerability. And, uh, and how to break this is to really date the man that you might not give a chance
0: interesting yeah
1: (laughs) because you are going to feel very bored you're going to feel that high quality men men that are doing the work men that are showing up men that are giving you presents and are calling and texting you if your comfort zone is men that are emotionally available and are not really around and aren't really interesting or or not doing the work you are going to feel bored and not attracted to high quality men because your comfort zone and what you know is that men don't don't do the work like they're not falling in love with you mm. so yeah <laughs> and that is where this chemistry track is coming in that women are dating men that they feel strong chemistry with but it's men that might not be the perfect fit for them
0: i feel so exposed right now <laughs> <laughs> right. all of this is feeling so familiar <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that's um, okay, I've been there too. You are
0: not Yeah, no, I know. Um, so, so obviously, self awareness is a huge part. But just circle back. You were saying that there's a difference between, and I think, we'll co- kind of ties into this, is like you were saying, like there's a difference between chemistry and intimacy in a relationship. So, what's the intimacy part of it?
1: Mm, yes. So intimacy is like the emotional uh, chemistry is what i call it so chemistry is doesn't have to be the sexual and physical right. attraction it's the emotional chemistry and it comes from being in your feminine energy sharing your feelings to allow yourself to be vulnerable with a man and that is how you really connect with a man's heart and the reason that we are stuck in a pattern that men are fizzling out is because we, we, are, we haven't learned how to build emotional chemistry, like building intimacy with a man. And that is what gets them hooked. Otherwise, we will be seen more as, uh, as friends. It would be f- fun and uh, like casual date, but it will not bring this deep gut feeling in a man. He, he, he's not really seeing you because you are afraid to be seen you're afraid to share your emotions because you have stories like men hate emotions if i do if i share this i will scare him away or he will see me as weak if i let go my defenses
0: so how do you build that emotional connection yes so it's like, what like should it. you share and what should you not share?
1: <laughs> oh, the golden <laughs> Exactly. I love that question because I, I want to make it very clear. It's not like you are going like, on the first date saying like yeah okay so these horrible things happen in my life yeah
0: like are you on the first date (laughs) like here's all of my emotion, my childhood traumas (laughs) like on a silver platter like here you go (laughs) this is course one this happened between ages five and ten and then from 17 (laughs) on this is the uh, this is your second course like what is like obviously like that's a little like divulging too much but like what like exactly, like I think that's like the first question that popped into my head was like, how do you build that emotional connection?
1: Yeah. So yeah. So exactly what you're saying uh, that, but you, but it's like when we are thinking like, okay, so I I need to share my deepest fe- fears and insecurities to really be to really so he really gets to know me, and that that's true in the long run. But the first three months of dating, it's not really about heavy stuff like that. It's, it's more about really enjoying each other's presence and really keep the attraction strong. And you can do that with your feminine energy. And it is very, 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 it's very easy actually, because just like coming to a date, for example, and the first date, and you are feeling nervous, most women are stuffing this down because they don't like that. They want to come across as self-independent and strong. So they are like just jumping in and saying, hi, let's go and take this cinema or whatever <laughs> the, movie, the, the date is about. But if you can see him and say like, I'm so looking forward to meet you. I, I really feel nervous meeting you. I feel almost like uh, uh, sweaty in sweating my hands. I feel so nervous, but I'm so excited to see you. You see, that is vulnerability. That is how you are showing softness so fast. And when you're doing that, it will feel icky for you because it's it's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but vulnerability always are seen as courage in another person. So your right. man is going to see you as, whoa, this was a, she's so, she's so, cool and independent that she can actually admit that she's nervous and when you do that because he is most likely also nervous he will relax because you have already shared your feelings and then he will feel safe expressing his feelings in your presence
0: Mm, yeah i think i've heard that like that's something i i don't know remember where but it was like and I think this just applies like across the board to like any human. I think like anyone who's able to like open up and be vulnerable, like whoever else that you're conversing with or in connection with, like they're going to also feel safe expressing how they mm-hmm. feel, exactly. you know? Like I feel that way. Like when someone's super vulnerable and they're like, "Hey, this really sucks. Like, I'm really bad at this or whatever." Like I'm a- always like, "I'm I've been there. Like I totally understand. Like and it makes me feel more connected. So like I'm like I don't know why I never like drew that connection. Um, oh, there was another question that I wanted to ask you, and now it's like, oh, oh, okay, I remember. So, uh, this is like so common, and I think this is like a a really big like social narrative that people has been played out to women all the time. And so I really want to I'm really curious on your thoughts is like, is it's always like, it's the, the message is always like men like the chase. Mm. Like don't um, like, does that make sense? Yes. I don't know. I'm trying to like think of other words, but like that's always been like what I've heard. And I'm like, I don't like, is that true? I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh I mean, it's true for some men, for masculine right. men, it's true. So, so it all depends on, you can decide if you want to have a man that are more in masculine energy, that he's more planning, problem solving, taking care of you, taking the lead in the relationship so you can relax, or if you want to be in control yourself, then you are in the masculine energy. So this is a choice and nothing is wrong or bad. Right. But if you want a masculine man, you can't be in masculine energy with him. You need to be his polar opposite, which is feminine energy.
0: Okay. I don't know where I lie in that situation. Like, I feel like there's certain times where I'm like, I'd rather let a guy do things. And then there's other times where I'm just like, I want to be in control. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of so, course. like, I feel like that's like so. Like, it would be like so circumstantial.
1: Yes, it is. It is, and and it's not about like, okay, you just decide everything. I'm just sitting here, and uh, you decide. You decide. It's not about that. It's. I mean, you you are a <laughs> independent woman. You of course are right. entitled to to want to do what. If he, for example, is saying like, okay, so um, I have, uh, I have uh, dinner. Do you want to go out for a dinner? And you, and he's asking you where to go instead of you taking the control. Like, okay, so I think we are going to ta- go out for a dinner, and you were taking that. You're allowing him to take that lead and asking you if you want to go out on a dinner, and you can say to him like, okay, so I feel for Italian. That is like what you feel for. So you don't have to go and eat pizza. If he, that is his. Um, if he's saying that he wants to take you out for a pizza and you don't like pizza so you can still make like okay that was sweet but I am not really into pizza I am more but I love Italian food would that be okay
0: Mm, okay that makes sense
1: yeah so that is like a feminine twist of it
0: yeah I definitely see yeah I feel like the control thing is like the heart, like letting go of control is really, really difficult for me. Like that's the biggest hangup that I have. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Maybe I do like probably comes obviously from childhood, but like, I think because I'm an only child too, like I'm so used to just like doing what I want to do when I want to do it. And, like, <laughs> mm, yeah. and so that's like a little bit more difficult when there's, someone else in the picture and I'm like oh shit like I have to like consider what they what they want so sometimes I'm a little bit too selfish or too controlling I feel like
1: so yeah so I totally hear you I totally hear you and I I I know that feeling also that you when you are in a relationship it's like when you are a single woman you are having like control over your life you can do whatever you want and stuff like that so it's scary it's scary when a man is coming in that are handsome and you're attracted to, to let go of the control. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> terrifying. It terrifying yes. would be like
0: a better word. Yeah, terrifying.
1: It is. It's terrifying. It is. And, but when we are doing that and allowing it to evolve as it's supposed to, no matter if this is the your life partner or if it's he's not you are really going to see also what what is made of because if you are not always in his face you know if you are not always asking him about everything or calling or texting him i'm not saying that you're doing that but that is like what many women are doing uh like taking the control the lead of the relationship asking him like um um where is this relationship going can we see each other like doing this? You're really going to see how much support, attention, he is able to give to you, how much he's really into you and really like you, how much he really wants to give to you. And that see, is scary, because it's, it's not something I'm, you are familiar with.
0: <laughs> right, but I'm not the type that like texts and like calls and like will message a guy like 30,000 times. like. I don't know, like if I don't see like um a reciprocity in like attention, then I like pull back. Mm, That's good. So like if 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 a guy's like not texting me or like giving me one-word answers, like I'm not going to like try (laughs) super Uh hard to like keep a conversation going. Like if you're gonna send me like a Hey, what's up? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing this, and they're they're like, cool. And I'll be like, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm at home watching TV. I might be like, what are you watching on TV? And if he's like, The Office, and if that's it, I'm I'm not gonna like try to like continue a conversation. Like if if I'm not like if there's no like equal like um, excitement or energy like from his end then I like pull way back like I will give what you give Mm. but I always like wait for the guy to like give me the marker of like this is where I'm at like I never like I would have to be like super super into a guy before I would like really really like double text him or like go like call him a bunch like I don't think I've ever really done that maybe like once or twice but For the most part, yeah, I like wait for the guy to like give me the mark.
1: Mm, I like that. I like that a lot when you're saying that. That is really what we want. We want him to move forward to you. And I love what you're saying that you like pull back, that you feel almost not attracted to men that are not doing the work. That is what I I want. I want us women to be like, huh? like, turn off when men aren't doing the work, when they're not pursuing us, when they're not texting and calling and they're asking us out. That is what we want. Y- well,
0: yeah, I mean, it's just, like, for me, like, I didn't even, like, think of that. It's just, like, i just... Uh- uh, like I think any woman who's busy, like whether you have, you're a single mom and you have kids or yeah. like you're a CEO, like I just don't have time to like invest in energy in someone who's just like not interested in me. And th- yeah. I don't take it personal. Like if a guy doesn't like, sh- like, like me, like, okay, like big fucking deal. <laughs> like mm. you can move, like there's plenty of other guys out there. So I never really take that personally. So I think like, I feel like that's always been my upper hand is like, mm. I don't really like, if you're not going to make the move or like be interested, like that's on you, has nothing to yes. do. with me. And I just like, keep moving forward. <laughs> like my life will yeah. stay the same. I'm happy. I'm content.
1: Exactly. I love that. That is, that is that easy mindset that we want to be in like a flow when we are dating men and to see to to detach ourselves like that that okay if you're not interested that's okay then there is plenty of fishes in the sea you know then bye-bye you know that's okay well I think that like I practiced
0: detachment in the beginning like when like not like I don't want to be like make it seem like I'm detached like all the time but just like in the beginning like if I got like you exactly what you're saying like isn't showing up and like doing what he what I think he should be doing (laughs) like then I'm not gonna like even entertain the idea of dating him like and that whole thing of like the inconsistency like um going like days and days without like messaging or like talking like I get so annoyed with that and like what's like I don't like when I don't know what someone's intentions are that makes me mm. super uncomfortable. So if like a guy will like go like two weeks without messaging me and then will randomly message me like, hey, I'll be like, what the fuck? Like, no, you yeah. don't just get to like choose when you come and go. Like this isn't a hotel, you know? Mm.
1: Yes, I so, I so, so hear you. I mean, I have also been in that, that, that I, I just feel so frustrated when uh, men behave like that. And it's very, very common. Like they are, coming and go it's almost like this hot and cold dynamic that he's texting and then he's not texting so it's coming across and then he's withdrawing and coming back um in the in the first months this can actually be not a bad sign for a man so when so in the beginning when we're dating he can still be a high quality man but he's he's he can still withdraw a little bit so i'm not saying that like he's coming in like every third month or something like that but when when he's texting and calling and then he's withdrawing a couple of days or so this is common in the beginning so that doesn't mean that his intentions is clear it's just that he isn't really he hasn't really decided yet and that's okay because it takes time to evolve our relationship and that is why I also give my clients to say to them that also keep your options open like dating a lot of guys so we are not so have just one guy that are not consistently showing attention because that will make us energy hungry we will focus more on what he's not doing but when we are in the flow of dating more men at the same time, it you will still feel, feel fulfilled and you can go on a date with a man one week and then another date with another man. And then two weeks um, date one is coming back and asking you asking out for a dinner. And then you can go on a date with him. You will not feel so um, you will not feel you, you will not care so much. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think too, I want to touch
0: on this because with, what made me want to reach out to Fiona was a post that she posted on her Facebook. And it was literally a conversation that I had just had with a friend who was in the situation. And I told her not to do this and she did it anyway. <laughs> and then she got so upset and I was like, well, I didn't want to say I told you so but like in the back of my head I was like I freaking told you so so the post that she said I wish I had it like I wish I'd have saved it I'm sure I could scroll back and find it was like it was about um women sleeping with a man too soon
1: yes yes so talk about that because <laughs> I think that's so important mm, I love that it makes sense where we're talking about attachment and this yeah I love that you bring that up Oh, and yeah, so this post was, uh, yeah, it was a long, very interesting discussion about this and what, what is what about was exactly what you're saying, Breed, that my, what I've seen with my clients and also from my own experience is that the biggest mistake that many women are doing is that they are sleeping with a man too fast. And we are having this mentality from TV shows exclusively, like this is good. Like we can do that, that we can have sex like man without feelings, without attachment. And some women can. I want to point it out. Some women can, but most women can't because our bodies isn't built like that. We are, when we are having sex, we are releasing a hormone that is called oxytocin. And it's the attachment hormone and it brings us closer to the man. So when we are having sex with a man very fast, we will be very attached. We will, our psychic powers will awaken. We will feel him. We will sense him. We will see him. And we will be completely turned off by dating other men and only focusing on him and start building dream castles in our head and seeing him as the one, even if we barely knew the guy. And that is what's happening when we are having sex too fast and are not aware about this.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think it's important to point out what you were saying in the beginning, like some women can do this and Mm -hmm. that's like, there's, this isn't like judging women and putting them down if they do, like Mm. if you decide early on, like this isn't a good, you know, relationship like dating a guy but like maybe you just want to have fun like go mm. deep <laughs> like go exactly date. but like I love that like if you want to have a, a what you're I think what the situation you're talking about is like if you want to have an actual relationship that's like has a good foundation like to not base it on getting into that situation too soon.
1: Yes. Yes exactly that is exactly what I mean. And I am all about, I want that to be very clear, I'm all about that you're exploring your sexual needs. Mm-hmm. And this is not a judgment at all. If you want to uh, have sex with a guy, no matter how fast or slow, whatever, it doesn't, doesn't, no judgment in that. Yeah,
0: it doesn't make you any less valuable or worthy no. than anyone else. No, no, no,
1: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. And I have clients actually that have uh, slept with their twin flames uh, pretty fast and they are still together so it doesn't mean that you're messed things up or anything but if you have if you have a history of being f- scared for reaction and abandonment to stuff you are going to have harder time to be detached after you have slept with a man if you're not aware about this Mm. So this is just a red flag that that is something to think about and to not put too much val- validation in after you've slept with him and you're instantly starting to be uh, jealous and insecure. Why hasn't he called me? Why hasn't he texted me? Uh, and you're starting to maybe push for a relationship. That is because you are attached. And you can handle that also by, by withdrawing even more and are dating other men. And just knowing this, knowing this biology would make you also relax more so you can keep a high vibration during the dating.
0: So what is, so when is the right time? Mm. What is too, like what (laughs) is too soon and what is, when is the right time?
1: Oh, yes. I mean, there is no, uh, I mean, you. I mean, I'm not
0: looking for like, okay,
1: (laughs) On the 17th day. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, ask yourself that question yourself when you're doing it. I mean, that you can't mess that up, no matter what is happening with a guy. But if we're going to talk about dating game, I would say, keep wait, wait as long as possible, because then you are forced during the date to build an emotional connection emotional chemistry intimacy and it will not be so focused on sex it will not mess sex can mess up with your vibe like i was talking about before and if you are not having this attachment it would be easier for you to date. it will not feel so heavy it will not bring out when we are attached it will bring out so much shadow stuff as well that is why we are feeling insecure and jealous and all this so so the right time to sleep with a man is actually to ask yourself that. And especially ask yourself, if I sleep with this man and he doesn't call or text me, he just vanish, like ghost me, would I be okay with that? And if the answer is yes, do it. But if the answer is like, no, I really like this guy. I want to see uh, what, is, what is going to happen. Then maybe you can wait a little bit and ask yourself that question again.
0: Hmm. Oh, well wouldn't the answer still be like no? Like the further <laughs> long you get into dating a guy it would be like more mad if he didn't call or text.
1: Uh like like he would be mad or you would be mad if he Oh I would be. Oh, oh you mean like if you're dating for a long time and then you sleep and then he vanishes? Like, yeah. it's better to know early if he, oh, yeah, okay, I get, I get you. <laughs> yeah. so, so, usually, this is what I mean, that the first three months of dating are the most crucial to build strong attraction. And that's what I'm talking about, emotional attraction. Because, uh, like, men that aren't really ready for a relationship and are maybe just want to have sex, no judgment there either. But right. they will not do the work in the long run (laughs) Mm. they they want it easy so so they they will not continue dating you for three months if you if they only want sex do you understand what i mean it's like they they will not they will not have the energy to do that they want it easy so you can see that very fast also if he almost get like nagging you that he wants to have sex or want to have it very fast and he doesn't really like your nose and stuff like that, then you know that he might he can be frustrated, he can still be a good guy. But if he keeps on dating you and want to see you when you make that boundary, you see that he's really into you.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Cause yeah, I'm definitely a long game situation. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: yeah personally,
0: I'm not against anyone doing anything different. So that's
1: No. No judgment here. No, no judgment. But it's literally, that is really like a tip to see how, what, if he has what it, what it needs in the long run. Like, is he a marathon man? Is he a high quality man? Like, he's keep investing with his time and energy to support you, to take you out, to text you, call you, uh, doing all this for months. Then you know that he, he is in for the long game. Because men who only want sex, and there are some, but not all men, but they will not have the energy to keep going for months doing that. They, they want it easy. Being a guy seems like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> in, in different uh, perspective, yes.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast I have loved having this conversation I feel like we could keep talking for like hours because I've so there's so many like good little nuggets of information that you shared so can you tell everyone where they can find you on the internet
1: oh thank you so much thank you for having me here I was so happy that you asked me and I would love to come back yeah (laughs) so yeah so you can find me on vionahaven.com or on my Facebook. Uh, my name is Viona Haven there as well. And I have a very high vibrating Facebook group called Twin Flame Goddess that I share a lot of free tools and tips and articles about how you can pump up your love life and also attract money and masculine men. So yeah, just reach out to me. Awesome, thank you again. Thank you so much
0: one more thing. If you loved this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below.